0: Your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team
1: every day. I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter.
0: what's better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino and kyle krabs from the draft network and we are your hosts here on this wednesday edition of the show we're continuing the mock draft that we started yesterday with picks number 11 through 21, 22, something like that. Twenty, uh, something like that. All right, we're going to get through eleven picks today. And I'm not a math guy; I'm a football guy. Uh, and so we're going to have some fun. For teams on the clock, get
1: ready. Kyle, welcome to the show. Is this thing on? Oh no, because it's about to be. Joe, congratulations, new host of Locked uh, On Bills, brother.
0: Yeah, if you uh, exciting if you can't get times. En- if you can't get enough of my Bills takes, that I sneak in. On this podcast, you can subscribe to the Lockdown Bills podcast, where I'll be hosting a Bills podcast every day. Thank you, Kyle,
1: and thank you. That's that's thrilling. I'm going to have to start my own Dolphins podcast now.
0: You do because I'm the Dolphins fans, I'll tell you, they want you, man. The, they flock the, I, to me. The Twitch they flock the to tw- me. We do these Twitches, and I'm like, every th- question, every third questions about the Dolphins. I, I didn't even know they had fans. Excuse kidding, me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Kyle listen
1: and i want to give a shout out to um locked on dolphins with travis travis wingfield does a really nice job with that podcast which is why i'm gonna to have to make my own show because <laughs> He's,
0: you're not getting him unless out there, travis right? gets a
1: promotion yeah he ain't leaving so yeah <laughs> gonna have to start from scratch well i think the people would love more dolphins from
0: you kyle um and thank you and uh, can you believe it? I, I did a Rex Ryan quote to start the podcast? Like I know. I, that's
1: why that's, that was the moment I knew I had to take that quote and utilize it here. <laughs> I said, this is gold yeah. because I know how much you you actively despise Rex Ryan. Which yeah, color yeah. me, color me, shocked. the guy <laughs> that said he would not feel bad for one of his players, a kicker missing a game winning field goal uh, turned out to be a bad coach. That surprises me a whole lot.
0: Yeah, he's the, wor- he's the worst. He's just the worst. That's It's that simple. Um, Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. So to, to catch everyone up on the first 10 picks of the draft, uh, Arizona Cardinals went Nick Bosa. 49ers went Josh Allen. The Jets went Quinton Williams. The Raiders went Brian Burns. At number five, the Buccaneers went Jonah williams and number six, the Giants went Dwayne Haskins. Number seven, Jaguars Daniel Jones. Eight Lions Deontay Thompson. Nine Bills Ed Oliver, and the Broncos at ten Cody Ford. And so we now, pick up today. Yes, go ahead.
1: If people are angry with those picks, who picked odds and who picked evens?
0: I had the I had the odds. I had the yes. odds.
1: So yes, you did. So Was Bills Mafia. In, oh yeah. Duval Nation. <laughs> If you didn't like Daniel Jones and Ed Oliver for the Jags and Bills, yeah. don't call me. Okay, well, I don't, don't like want to hear it.
0: If you don't like that pass rusher that uh, Kyle reached for with the Raiders there at number four, and if you're mad about the Lions getting a safety when they have Tracy Walker, be bad at Kyle. So it goes both ways, uh, right?
1: Okay. How, what what <laughs> do we say on this podcast? Don't let good players prevent you from taking great players? Yeah, no question. Okay. All no right, qual- but that's the Twitter feedback we got. So I know. Yeah, well, and you know what? Deontay Thompson did not help me with his play in the natty because he played like shit. No, yeah. He yeah. played bad against Oklahoma, too. So we may be reassessing that pick, but <laughs> it would be on brand for the Lions to pick a bus. So I'm not going to no. sweat it too hard. Oh,
0: man. All right. Dun, dun, (laughs) dun, dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. dun. The Bengals are on the clock. We're moving forward before Lions fans get their pitchforks and show back up on the podcast. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock at 11. And Joe, this pick to me is a no-brainer. There is a hole in the middle of this Bengals defense. And my man, Devin White, linebacker, LSU, I've done his full assessment. I did it over the weekend. What a treat this guy was to watch play football. And I know this is one of those mock picks that's going to be popular for quite a while. But Cincinnati fans, I'm telling you right now, like, you should be thrilled with that pick because Devin White has explosiveness. He was much more decisive in his reads, in my opinion, this year than last year. Explosive tackler, sideline to sideline range. He has prototypical size. Uh, he checks a lot of boxes that you want in the middle of your defense, and that's something Cincinnati has not had at middle linebacker in quite some time.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Devin White goes in the top ten.
1: No, neither would I. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, that's a, a I good think pick. he's that it's caliber, caliber of a Rangers. player. Yeah, especially in this linebacker class. This ain't last year's linebacker class, man. We had Edmonds and LVE and Roquan Smith and Rashawn Evans. Darius we don't got those guys this year. Darius, 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 Darius Leonard. Leonard. How can I forget the the defensive rookie of the year? Yeah, this this year ain't last year. So Devin and Devin White's a guy that's the really outstanding. I think he's going to get bumped up pretty high. All right. I got the Packers here at number 12. Uh, they Don't got the new head do coach.
1: It. Don't you wow, do it.
0: I, what what am, what am I not doing? I'm going to screw up your pick. Yeah, I'm going to screw up your pick, I think. Um, so Matt LaFleur is a head coach of this team, uh, mostly because he's met Sean McVay in his life. Uh, and so <laughs> tell us how you
1: really feel, man.
0: Dude, I wanna, just, if you want my takes on Kingsbury and LaFleur, just go to my timeline. I, I, I aired it all out, all right? So uh, not it's a big crazy. fan of
1: those. It's crazy.
0: Okay, it's nice to have a little bit of support. We, well, I don't want to get too any, much into that.
1: Any time you can hire a coach that had a losing record in the Big 12 with the worst <laughs> defense you could possibly find and hire him to be a pro coach with zero coaching experience in the NFL – minimal success as a player in the NFL and who just signed a contract with USC the offensive coordinator, you have to do it. I've often said this.
0: People, I went, at, people went at me all day on Twitter. Well, it's hard to recruit, and, uh, and Cliff Kingsbury can't shit. be responsible for the defense. No, I, I fought these battles all day.
1: You're and, responsible and LaFleur- for your team.
0: Right, yes, it's a CEO. It's, it further speaks that leadership and accountability are being overlooked for scheme by NFL teams. So, and then Matt LaFleur had the the, the Titans had the seventh worst offense in the league. Mariota had no growth. I yeah. don't know, man. I don't know. I that and Bruce Arians hire is looking freaking good for the Bucks right now based on some oh. of these Weird, hires. you know,
1: I th- Sean McVay handed a dirty tissue to Lafleur one time, so I'm sh- pretty sure yeah. he, he got like the football genius by osmosis, just, uh, you know, touching his snot or something.
0: For sure. For sure. Okay, So I am on the clock here with the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah, the
1: clock's about to run out. I'm trying to get the clock to run out. So I can jump you <laughs> with the Dolphins pick.
0: It, nicely done. What uh what Green Bay they're bringing back Mike Pettin. It sounds like as defensive coordinator. And it's funny because the Packers actually were a pretty good team in terms of getting sacks last year. But what they didn't get is a lot of edge sacks. They didn't get a lot of ability, you know, guys on the outside that can win one v one and really stress offensive tackles and collapse the width of the pocket. Well, let's go ahead and get him a guy that can do that and break Kyle's heart. I think Cleveland Farrell, uh. edge defender, Clemson, and uh, I think he's a guy that definitely can win one v one. He's got the length. He's technically, uh, he's technically refined with his variety of pass rush moves. He has good vision. I mean, he gets depth in his first three steps. Plays the run. I mean, he does that. He's a total package. You saw him give Jonah Williams some problems in the Natty. So, uh, Cleveland Farrell here to the Packers. Let's get him an edge rusher.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cleveland Farrell killed the uh, the Jonah Williams top 100 train, apparently, <laughs> just based off. He beat him a couple times, and everybody wants yeah. to overreact to that. Uh, we talked in the pre show. Don't do this. Don't sit here and say Jonah Williams isn't a good football player because Cleveland Farrell put him on his ass one time. Miami Dolphins on the pick. And, Joe, the joke is on you, my friend. You did not break my heart. Dolphins in the midst of a coaching search right now. Uh, it's looking like Chris Richard is going to be the guy. And one of the things that I've done in trying to educate myself for the candidates that the Dolphins have is, is listen to some of their philosophies. And, and Chris Richard talks about one of the reasons why he was so excited to come to my or to Dallas was to work with Byron Murphy and have that size and physicality at the line of scrimmage at the cornerback position, which is which is where Richard's experience lies. And that is why the pick of Byron Murphy is one I cannot make as much as I want to make because I love Byron Murphy as a football player. He's officially in the draft class. He's a top five player for me just based on his skills on the field. Well, instead, I'm going to look at the defensive line. I'm going to look at edge rusher. This team picked Charles Harris in the first round in 2017. And Harris is a... Uh, Speed rusher with no speed and no bend, which is a bad combination, believe it or not. So how about a speed rusher with some speed and some bend? I'm talking, of course, about Ja'Kai Polite from the University of Florida. True speed rusher, elite first step. He has some really nice counters at his disposal. And he's not Cleveland Farrell setting the edge, but he's not bad. And I think that is enough for me to say this is a guy that you can get an immediate impact from early because he has an elite translatable trait. Ja'Kai Polite, University of Florida defensive end, going to the Miami Dolphins at 13.
0: All right. That's good. You're affecting quarterbacks with that pick. I like it, Kyle. Uh, We got a big pick here for the Atlanta Falcons, an opportunity for them to improve what I think is already a talented roster. But before I reveal who I'm picking for the Atlanta Falcons... Oh, the suspense. The suspense. The suspense. I'm going to tell you about our sponsor today. That's my bookie. And as you guys know, the NFL playoffs are here and it's time for you to get in on the action at my bookie. Do not be that guy with no rooting interest as your friends and family members are sitting around watching games this playoff season, not with 50, the 53rd Super Bowl right around the corner. This is truly the most wonderful time of the year and make sure you're ready for all the action by signing up with my bookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about great customer service and they offer the craziest prop bets. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. If you want to make some money, money during the playoffs, you got to check out MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out for yourself. Join now and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll this playoff season. Use our promo code LOCKEDON25 when, uh, when depositing so you can activate that offer. Again, that's Locked on 25 is the promo code. At my bookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. We'll be right back for the Falcons pick right after this.
2: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet smelling Grundle Bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. That's That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs, And guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code Locked On at manscaped.com.
0: All right, Kyle, Falcons on the clock here. I need to know.
1: I need to know. You Uh, made me wait until after the commercial break.
0: I'm sorry about that. Now you know the pick. And now the people will know the pick. I'm going with Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle from Mississippi State. Uh this the Falcons need help on the interior offensive line and I loved giving them Tyler Biades from Wisconsin but he's not he's not in the draft. Oh, yeah. Uh so we're going to go back to the defensive side of the ball. Grady Jarrett a free agent uh, and even if he's brought back, we need another guy on the inside. And I love that Simmons could play anywhere from 0 to 3 tech and uh give them not only a pass rushing presence but a guy that I think can control the line of scrimmage. Give them an athletic guy uh, that would either obviously give them a, a dude if, if Grady Jarrett's not brought back, but also a really nice tandem to go along with him. Hopefully that's going to bring bring out more from Vic Beasley and Toc McKinley on the edge. Uh, but uh, I really think uh, getting another guy here on this defensive line, particularly on the interiors, is what the Atlanta Falcons need to do here to get that defense back and obviously get their guys back healthy and get back to competing in the NFC in 2019.
1: Tell you what, that'd be a really fun defensive line. Tack, <coughs> Simmons... Yeah. Grady, Vic Beasley, even in Vic's the downtime, like as a pure speed rusher, when you got so many of the guys that command attention, yeah, you got to figure he's going to get some one-on-ones, right?
0: Got to, yeah.
1: All right. Number 15, the Washington Redskins are on the clock, Joe. And this team's hard because one of the things that I like to do is I'm making these picks, and we are making these picks live. We do not have this pre-planned. So I'm assessing you know, the board and the available players as the draft falls. I like to pull up the current rosters, and the Redskins, I think, have another 53-man roster just on injured reserve. (laughs) Yeah, they do. There's a lot to account for. Quanjo Richardson, Rob Kelly, Ruben Foster, Jordan Reed, Robert Davis, Brandon Scherf, Troy Apke, Quentin Dunbar, Danny Johnson, Monte Nicholson, Trey Quinn, Alex Smith, Sean Lavo, uh, Darius Geis, Casanova McKenzie, Austin Howard, Colt McCoy, Jonathan Cooper, Jerron Christian. Like the list goes on and on. This poor team, this poor, poor team. And one of the things that I'm looking at for the Redskins, and one of the reasons why this team kind of fell apart down the stretch, aside of the quarterback injuries, right, is the passing game needs upgrades all across the board. Their starting receivers, this seemed to be the one area that really didn't get impacted by injuries. Their receivers are Doxson, Jamison Crowder, Michael Floyd, who's still playing football, I don't know if you knew that, Uh, Jehu Chesson, and Darvin Kidsey. This team needs an alpha. Doxon's had some flashes. Paul Richardson uh, is the one guy on the receiving core that didn't end up on IR this year. But neither one of those guys is an alpha. So how about DK Metcalf, Joe? Who made a surprising slide (laughs) to the 15th overall pick. Metcalf would be a home run because it doesn't matter what kind of scheme you run. I think Metcalf's going to give you a lot. On the boundary as a volume receiver, as a complementary, and, and make all these other pieces, Doxson and Richardson, make them the complementary pieces that depending on mismatches, you know, you can get a lot of traction with, but they don't want to be the volume pieces of your offense. Metcalf to the Redskins.
0: All right. I'm up with the keep pounding Carolina Panthers, a pick number 16. I live in Charlotte. I know this team. And I know this team has had uh dinosaurs at safety for oh, no. for a while for a while now, man. And and so it's time for them to get some players on the on the back end of that defense, particularly at safety, that's gonna give them some more versatility with the coverage they can run. And uh and they're you know, outside of Deontay Thompson, you know, I think people are looking for that next best, next best safety. And I think we found him through film study. His name's Nasir Adderley from Delaware. He's yes. gonna be my pick here at number sixteen to the Panthers. Uh, I, I, look, I have a take on Adderley. I think regardless of position or physical upside or anything like that, he might have top five game tape of any prospect in this class. This yeah, this dude is absolutely dominant. He's where he needs to be. He's athletic. He plays the ball. He's unbelievably physical. He's aggressive. He does everything. He returns punts. I mean, he he checks every single box that you're looking for for a guy that's going to be a top-flight safety, a playmaking safety in the NFL. And so I think if if the Panthers were able to to make this pick now, they made some good picks for the secondary Uh, last year. They got Dante Jackson a few years ago, James Bradbury. Hopefully Rashawn Gaulding can be something for them. But we need another dude back here. In this this NFC South that has Drew Brees and has Matt Ryan and now it has Bruce Arians? And James Winston and Mike Evans and all the, all these Julio Jones and Michael Thomas, we need we need to be secure on the back end for Carolina. Nasser Adderley is a guy that can do everything, and I project him to be a big-time playmaker in the NFL. So Nasser Adderley to the Panthers from the University of Delaware.
1: I like it. I like this pick a lot. And uh, Carolina fans might be scratching your head saying, who? Yeah. You'll know him soon enough. Yep. Trust me, this kid's going to go down. The senior <laughs> boy's going to blow the doors off it. Yep. Cleveland Browns on the clock at 17, Joe. One of my popular picks throughout the course of the season still on the board here. I'm talking about Nikhil Harry. But guess what? I'm not going to pick Nikhil Harry because I get a lot of feedback from Browns fans. I get a lot of Browns fans that follow me. and They tell me that John Dorsey ain't going to pick a wide receiver in the first round. (laughs) That ain't going to happen, Kyle. So okay, I'll take a big step back. I'm going to assess. And one of the other needs on this team is an interior defensive lineman to play next to Larry Ogunjobi. And I'm going to pick a guy who I think over the course of the last three or four months has really helped himself by solidifying his play as a very disruptive piece up front along the defensive line. Going with Clemson defensive tackle Christian Wilkins with the 17th pick really disruptive, scheme versatile, super athletic for his size. He pinballs off a contact as good as any interior defensive lineman in this class. You put him next to Miles Garrett with an athletic one tech and Larry Ogunjobi on the inside with him too. Oh boy. That's a that is a combo that Browns fans should get excited for.
0: This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. I like it, Kyle. I like that pick a lot. I'm up here with the Minnesota Vikings at number 18, and uh, what's my philosophy with the Minnesota Vikings offensive line? No matter what, yeah, I am not going to yet. let. I am not going <laughs> to let this this handcuff this team anymore. It's too good, uh, and so we're going to give them a really polished player, Kansas State offensive Whoa, lineman Dalton Risner. Risner, yeah, Risner. Look, I know he played uh, right tackle at Kansas State. I think he could play interior as well. Uh, probably projects more favorably to the interior. And uh, uh, just I think he's plug and play, technically refined. He's always square. He kicks ass. He's physical. He moves. I mean, I think he's just going to be a really high-quality offensive lineman. This is going to give them a piece here to start building and adding to this offensive line that has handcuffed this team for a couple years now and really limited them in 2018.
1: I like this pick too, Joe. Here's my dilemma. I'm now on the clock with the Tennessee Titans. And I really don't know who to pick right now.
0: <laughs> I know what I would do.
1: <sighs> Offense or defense?
0: Uh, I'd go defense here. Edge rusher? Yeah, I don't love the value here. That's that's
1: my problem. Yeah, like I don't want to take see, Montez sweat right here. Yeah, I, I, this I see. This is a what terrible value for Tennessee yeah. to take Montez sweat, so I can't give him that. Yeah. Um Geez, because Arakpo just retired, I believe. Did I read that right? Yeah,
0: he's making cupcakes with uh,
1: Michael yeah, Griffin. Yeah, it's true. You know, this secondary <laughs> is in really good shape. They got Vicaro Bayard, Malcolm Butler, Adoree Jackson. Uh, Cruikshank is a rookie who I really like. And then the linebacker group, like you got Jalen Brown, who's a promising young player. Rashawn Evans, a first-round pick this year. Jeez, Louise! this is a tough one. Is Quentin Spain a free agent? I believe he is, isn't he?
0: I think so. Yes, he is.
1: Give me Chris Lindstrom here. Chris Lindstrom, offensive guard, Boston College. He's a physical guy, and I think that's the attractive piece. If you lose Spain in free agency, which I'm going to kind of operate on the assumption that that they are. Uh, You lose Spain in free agency. He's been the starter here in Tennessee. So it's not like he's just replacing somebody that's hurt. Uh, You can get a guy in Chris Lindstrom who is equally as potent at the point of attack. I think is more physical because he's more athletic. He can out-leverage guys to the spot. You put him in between Taylor Lewan and Ben Jones. And I really like this combination up front. For an offensive rushing attack that even though it's undergoing, I think it's 12th offensive coordinator in three years. (laughs) um, It came alive at the end of the year. And it was a big reason why Tennessee made the big push that it did at the end of the season. Uh, obviously, Derrick Henry kind of taking over and having some explosive plays. So, give me Chris Lindstrom here in a kind of kind of a tough, unadmirable spot for the the Titans in the draft order.
0: Uh, Chris Chris Lindstrom is is going to be a good football player. So, yes, uh, you can say what you want about that pick. He's going to be a good player. All right, I'm up here with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this is probably a dream come true because this uh, this Steelers secondary, Kyle. A lot of blunders, <laughs> a lot of blunders, <laughs> <Blenders. And laughs> a lot of problems, man. In the secondary, oh, that's so, that's amazing. Let's go ahead and give them the best corner in the draft. Why don't we Byron Murphy from Washington? Uh Really comfortable with him in man to man. He's super smooth, fluid hips, got ball skills. He's aggressive. He layers coverage. He does everything right. Uh, he's a little young. He's a little inexperienced, but I think his upside is really, really high. He's put two years of good tape out there at Washington and really, I thought, dominant tape this year. And so I think he's going to be a draft darling as more and more people get to his tape. Uh, but uh, you'll notice uh, Greedy Williams hasn't been drafted here in the first 20 picks of this draft. And this is the first corner off the board. And I think Byron Murphy's gonna going to – I mean, if he can go to Steelers, if, if the Pittsburgh can get Byron Murphy, this is probably one of the biggest wins and steals of the first round.
1: Well, I got some bad news for you. Okay. Spoiler alert for tomorrow's show. I ain't picking Greedy Williams in the first round.
0: Oh, oh really? Oh, Hell well, we'll no. see if I we'll Hell see if I can find a spot no. for
1: him. Yeah, I don't know, Joe. Maybe this is a spoiler alert for the Seahawks pick here at twenty-one as well. But the Seahawks are on the clock, and I ain't taking Greedy Williams here. I am taking a, a position that's been popular to mock for Seattle: interior defensive lineman. And as I look at the board. There's a name that stands out to me, Joe. Raekwon Davis is still available. So the Alabama superbly physically gifted. Raquan Davis is still a little bit of a ball of clay. But you have the opportunity on your defensive line to, depending on what you do with Frank Clark, if you're able to re-secure his services and bring him back. Jerron Reed is playing at an extremely high level. You have a third-round pick last year in Rasheem Green. Nas Jones from NC State, you've got some dancing bears along this front. Raekwon physically is more gifted than any of them, except for maybe Frank Clark, who dropped for off-the-field issues in 2015. If Raekwon Davis falls to Seattle, this is another ass kicker up front that I would love to see on this Seahawks front as they continue to remake their defense.
0: All right. Kyle, you're going to you're going to like this pick that I have ready for the Baltimore Ravens. So your eyes on the spreadsheet. Yeah. All right. I'm going to click off. I know. I know so who it is already.
1: It. I already know, I know who it is already.
0: All right. You ready? Yeah. Your live reaction. Yes. Go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> was that what you were thinking? Yes, was it was.
1: Yes, it was. Welcome all aboard. Right,
0: so, so here's the <laughs> Kyle. All right. Kyle and I had an off record conversation because we went through all of those rookie quarterback recaps last week. And so catch up, listen to those if you didn't already. And and Kyle kept on saying, he's like, Hey man, the guy, I need him to get a separation guy. I need Lamar Jackson to have a separation guy. And like, he was just like against the ideas that I was having with Calvin Harmon or Enkil Harry or some of these bigger alpha X receiver types. And, we, we talked more about it off off air, and, and it kind of clicked with me that what Kyle was saying, it's it's not that Kelvin Harmon or an Inkeel Harry or those guys couldn't help the Baltimore Ravens. It's that Lamar Jackson, he's just not an anticipation thrower. And he needs guys that are going to get themselves open so that way he can do his point and shoot or he can do his play action or he can do his RPO or whatever he needs to do and hit a guy that has a lot of space around him. Well, I got a guy that can get a lot of space around him. His name's Hollywood Brown. He plays for Oklahoma and I'm giving him to the Baltimore Ravens here. Yeah. I, is this a little high in terms of maybe where I'm going to value him? Uh, because I do have some questions about his size and he gets tossed around a little bit and he's maybe not consistent in contested situations, but this is a guy that I know can run away from coverage and Lamar Jackson's going to need that. You saw that, you know, he, he had a lot of success winning six of those last seven games is only lost to the chiefs in overtime, but if Lamar's gonna have success at the NFL level as a passer and, and be the type of quarterback that's gonna be consistently able to win and for that scheme to evolve, he's gonna need guys that can get open. Hollywood Brown can get open, and I think he has a lot of value to Lamar Jackson in this offense.
1: Brother, that's all I've been saying this whole time.
0: Well, you know, the whole time I took it as you discriminating against these receivers. I'm like, Kyle, No, no, we... no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. We clicked. We we had the conversation. I'm glad. I'm
1: glad you're on board. Came full circle. You know what else is going to come full circle? This first round mock draft tomorrow on Draft Dudes. So make sure you don't miss it. Hit subscribe, please. Follow along. Next week, we will be in Tampa for the Shrine game. St- the week after, St. Pete. St. Pete. We're flying into Tampa, Dick. That's true. That's yes. True. The week after, we're in Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. And we'll be live on site bringing you guys all the coverage you could possibly want. So come back, follow along with us, hit subscribe on the Draft Dudes. And uh, we'd like to thank you for tuning into today's show. I'm Kyle Krabs Grinding the Tape with Joe Marino at the Joe Marino. And thanks for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast.